Big John, this is Americana, the American way. You can find me on Rumble and Anchor.fm and all the other podcast platforms under that show name. You can find me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Same thing on Gab.com, the real underscore Big John, and then on Parlor at the real big john all one word so let's get into this i talked about this a few months ago i think or i read about it at least and i didn't know this was at the time i didn't know this was a government funded experiment but there was this story that came out about an island of monkeys off the the coast of south carolina and TimCast.com and Cassandra Fairbanks, their lead investigative journalist, have uncovered that this Isle of Monkeys is funded by your tax dollars, our tax dollars. And the experiments on these uh, monkeys are much like the famed, uh, let me get the initials right, (laughs) N-I-A-I-D, 
funded research on uh, beagles and other dogs. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci and the National Institute of Health are using an island off the coast of South Carolina to breed monkeys for use in horrific, quote, maximum pain, end quote, animal experimentation. New photographs and details obtained by White Coat Waste Project, provided exclusively to Tim Cast, reveal the extent to, of taxpayer-funded cruelty and lack of regard for the well-being of these highly intelligent animals. Uh, I'll put a link in the description on Rumble, and you can see. Uh, these are some pretty graphic images. Our new investigation has found that Fauci's revolting record on taxpayer-funded animal testing is e even bigger than Beaglegate. He's also wasting millions of tax dollars to subsidize a secretive island where primates are bred for his labs that infect or inflict, pardon me, punishing pain on monkeys and ghoulishly withheld pain relief. Devin Murphy, public policy and communication manager at White Coat Waste Project, told Timcast, Fauci is addicted to spending tax spending and taxpayer dollars don't want to foot or pardon me taxpayers don't want to foot the bill for his government monkey business this is disgusting they're inflicting mac the maximum amount of pain that they feel an animal or you know because humans are supposedly primates They want to see how much pain can be tolerated. And they're using taxpayer dollars for this. They're, they're abusing these animals and withholding pain management. As of June 30th, 2019, 3,044 primates living on Morgan Island with 77% being... Uh, female, so they're using this island as the breeding place for these monkeys that they then go on to experiment on. The island has been managed by the National in here we go National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases by Charles River Laboratories, one of the largest suppliers of laboratory animals in the world since 2007. According to federal uh, spending databases, a total of 13.5 million to a potentially uh, potential 27 million contract has been given to Charles River Laboratories to maintain Monkey Island, the Monkey Island colony, 
since 2018. <clears throat> A sizable chunk of those funds, $8.9 million, was paid by Dr. Fauci's division, NIAID, of the NIH. The monkeys themselves are also owned by NIAID. It's kind of hard to say fast. I don't want to bumble like Joe Biden. So, <clears throat> I don't know what, I don't even know what some of these pictures are of. The one is like a monkey. It looks like it's been in a fist fight. Its nose is broken. There's blood coming out of the nose. One eye is swelled shut and one is open. Then you see like a surgical glove next to that. And then another one, it shows uh, medical instruments poking around. I don't know if that's the animal's intestines. Because it's such a close-up picture. Or it could be, it's not maggots. It's something they're poking and prodding inside the animal. The agency used 15 uh, russus and African green monkeys for the pilot study. They used a dozen Macu monkeys in the main study. They were injected with the painful virus. Here he is again. Experimental viruses. They were killed on the seventh day of the test. So they're injecting them with a virus and then just seeing what it does to their bodies, evidently. Recent, uh, though NIAID has recently attempted to publicly distance themselves from the cruel an animal testing by stealth editing their fund funding efforts out of research documents. The paper plainly states, as of November 16, 2021, we thank the staff of Rocky Mountain Veterinary Branch Division of uh, Intramural Research National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, National Institute of Health, for assistance with animal care and clinical and pathological veterinary services, and Atashi Okamara for veterinary expertise throughout the study. We would also like to thank the members of the Visual and Medical Arts D-I-R, D-I-A-I-D, and N-I-H for aid in figure development work. This work funded by the <clears throat> Intramural Research Program of the N-I-A-I-D, N-I-H, emphasis added. The experiments include... Infecting primates with Ebola. Oh, that that's, a, that's the disease that was going to be the big pandemic. And was it was a pandemic uh, 
in Africa. I mean, people just bleeding profusely from all orifices and not... I, I mean, if you got it, you were... It was a death sentence. And these animals were given this disease and no treatment. Other uh, hemorrhagic viruses, viruses that cause hemorrhaging, tuberculosis, or induced sepsis. So they, they made the animals septic by putting bacteria into their blood streams. Is that what I'm thinking? That's what sepsis is. When your body's just filled with bacteria, you're septic. And more recently, modeling SARS-CoV-2 on different primate species. Excerpts from NIH documents detail some of the horror. The, this says, quote, the Ebola infection may result result in uniform lethality no shit uh fellow viruses cause viral hemorrhaging hemorrhagic hemorrhagic disease which rapidly prog prog progresses from onset and includes high fever anorexia, uh, the development of pathologic, pathical, no, and muscular, muscular rash, multi-organ failure. It's likely the animals will experience some discomfort, or as we call it, excruciating fucking pain because of the virus. Additional discomfort may result from the animal's immune response to the infection, explained the document. So they just gave these animals these horrible viruses and bacteria and just let them suffer to death. What's it take to get Dr. Fauci fired? He's been caught lying multiple times there was an email dump where he lied uh, he's pushing on the Trump vaccine that, do that doesn't seem to be working and he, he just keeps on collecting the biggest paycheck in government $800,000 a year double the president what does it take for this guy to get fired? Who does he have dirt on in Washington that he gets away with this? Uh, Unfrickin' real. So, today we learned, and actually it was yesterday a little bit too, when Alec Baldwin fired this gun on the set of his movie Rust. There was nothing going on at that time where he needed to be firing a gun. He did not check the gun. 
to see if it was loaded. He did not check the gun to see if they were bullets or blanks. And everything that we've heard about this story so far has fallen apart. This was not, you know, uh, a fragment that ricocheted off of something and killed someone. This was not a prop gun. This was all the real deal. He cocked the hammer back and pulled the trigger at someone. Script supervisor Mamie Mitchell, this is from the BBC, by the way, who called police after the shooting on the New Mexico film set, filed the lawsuit. Her lawyers accused actor Alec Baldwin of playing Russian roulette when he fired the gun without checking it. Mr. Baldwin and the film's producers were also named in the lawsuit, have not yet commented. The Hollywood actor has previously shared comments from a crew member rejecting suggestions the film set was unsafe. Well, we heard yesterday, I read to you guys, that actors, or not actors, pardon me, uh, crew members walked off the set a few hours prior to this in protest of weapons going off at the wrong time, other unexpected problems on the set uh, with safety in regard to the guns they were using on the film, and so on and so forth. So we know that whatever BS he's putting out that the uh, set was unsafe is just that BS, you know. If one person walks off in protest, you can say maybe that person is the problem. When the whole camera crew walks off, there's something wrong there. Authorities are still investigating the 21 October shooting that took place on the set of the Western film Rust. No criminal charges have been brought yet against anyone. And I doubt that they will be. Uh, his brother Daniel Baldwin said that this is all because of Alex's political stances. Bullshit. Hollywood is one of the most liberal places on earth. And Alec is one of their biggest liberals, one of their biggest loudmouths, one of the most anti-American, anti-Trump fruitcakes in Hollyweird, period, point blank, nothing more to say. He's going to get away with this because he's a rich, powerful actor in Hollywood. Let's face it, that's how goes it in the world of Hollyweird. Moving on. can't go through a day without talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse case and the reason this is important to me is I think a lot of our rights are on the line in this case right to self-defense obviously and I think in a lot of ways I feel for this kid he was a naive 
17 year old who was being chased by a mob of wackos that had burned and vandalized a city before. I don't know how much he loves Kenosha, Wisconsin. I, you know, in my town we say we bleed orange and black. That's our high school colors. I don't know that Cal Rittenhouse bled, I don't know, red and white, or the colors of the Wisconsin Badgers, or whatever the colors of the local school in Kenosha are, but he had attachments there. He had family, he had friends, he had a job there. You're being lied to by the media so that they can convict this kid and convict the satanic AR-15 rifle in the public's eye, okay? Let's get into this. So, the jury wants to see videos. Defense and prosecution agree. Uh, they have to watch the videos in the courtroom. So they have to come down from their jury room to watch the videos in the court. The, court, the uh, defense has a mistrial with without prejudice on the table the judge is going to consider what happened was oh i thought that the prosecution was going to have going to sit there before i jump into the this video i thought the prosecution was going to try to make arguments during the video. Uh, and that's not the case. The, the judge, the public, and the prosecutors all have to leave the room. Uh, Kyle and his attorneys have to leave while the jury is in the courtroom watching these videos. They requested several pieces of video evidence. Now, we know that the uh, prosecution had been slowing the videos down into slow motion, half speed, three-quarter speed, frame by frame. And they maybe the jury wants to see it at full speed. I don't know. I don't know why they wanted to see all these videos. The motion for mistrial without prejudice or is okay so if it's without prejudice the come on lay down the uh, prosecution could get a second shot at a trial but the defense would know what was up their sleeve. This video in particular, the prosecution sent it to the defense and it was not in high definition. The prosecution's version or piece of the evidence 
was in high definition. The original was high definition. And the prosecution or the defense said, look, if we knew this was going to be uh, HD or was going to be this clear, we might have tried a different approach to our defense. And the prosecution held this HD version of the video back until evidence uh, was done being presented in front of the jury. And they said, well, why don't we have the jury watch our version of this video that's clearer? And the defense is like, wait a second, you can't enter something into evidence now. And the judge, not understanding technology and pixels and things, uh, and I think he's learning more about it, it sounded that way today, <clears throat> said, well, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll, I'll admit this uh, and let them watch it and decide for themselves. It's their trial now. Mind you, the defense already has a few other motions for dismissal with prejudice, meaning he cannot be tried again for the, def for the prosecutor uh, violating Kyle Rittenhouse's constitutional right to remain silent and <coughs> other things <coughs> the prosecution did. And some people think the prosecution is trying to throw this case into a mistrial because they know they have so much against them, especially after Gage Grosskreutz went on the stand and basically admitted that Kyle shot him in self-defense. So, yesterday Rittenhouse and his attorneys looked very confident. Uh, today, I, I didn't see that confidence in them as the jury asked for more and more videos to watch. Uh, prosecutor, well, he just looks like a jerk. <laughs> I wrote something else in my notes. Uh, the judge wants to know how many times the jury can watch a video. He thinks it's only once. The prosecution says as many times as they want to watch it. The judge says we'll have to sit down with the books and see the rule. Uh, prosecutor Shark Boy Hair Binger uh, wants to be in the courtroom with the jury probably to try to persuade them, but no one was allowed into the courtroom. And also today, the judge laid down the law about photographing and videoing in the courtroom of the jury. He, sa he said, once uh, we leave this courtroom, don't leave any electronic devices behind because you'll never see them again. He didn't want any recording devices left behind. The TV crews could leave their cameras in there, but the cameras had to be turned off. Normally during this trial, the main camera in the courtroom, when they go to break it, pans up and focuses on the seal of the state of Wisconsin that sits above on the wall above the judge's seat. Therefore... It, that, they didn't even do that. Your screen went total black when the jury came in the room to watch the videos. 
Um, the prosecution wanted the jurors to see the video on the 4K. That's like the highest high definition right now. Television set. The defense said, well, that's going to add pixels to the videos. It's not going to be a true video because it wasn't meant to be played on 4K. And the uh, judge went ahead and allowed it to be played on the big TV in the courtroom. Um, at a different time, they sent a laptop up to the jury room and let the jurors watch video on the laptop of the defense attorneys. So we've got dueling ways of um, watching the videos <coughs> because the prosecution entered evidence in after the fact which should lead to a mistrial this 4k HD version of the FBI's drone footage that the defense did not know existed. So right now you've got the prosecutors trying to one-up the defense, trying to pull dirty tricks at the end here. I don't think anything is going to be any different. Uh, if anything, you're going to get a clearer picture of Kyle defending himself and running from this lunatic pedo, uh, uh, Rosenbaum. Also, be noted that um, the skateboarder that he shot has uh, domestic violence um, charges on on him. Anthony Huber, uh, Gage Grosskreutz, Mister Know It All. Mr. Can-Know-It-All, uh, who got a lot of things wrong in his testimony. And one thing the defense needed was uh, a, a gun expert. He said that Kyle's gun was more dangerous to him than Grosskreutz's gun was to Kyle. Because Kyle's gun was bigger and therefore it had a bigger bullet. Not true. A two two three round is smaller than a forty caliber uh, in physical size. And at close proximity, a handgun is probably a better weapon because somebody can grab the barrel of your gun and move it out of the way if it's a long barrel rifle, making it easier for them to shoot you. Case in point, our military, when going house to house in Afghanistan and Iraq, had 
to modify their rifles to a shorter barrel because when going around corners, <clears throat> gun barrel first and going into rooms, people could grab the barrel of their gun and pull them and gun and then shoot them, blow them up, whatever. So, Mr. Gage Grosskreutz, Mr. Know-it-all, Mr. I have a tattoo that says, uh, whatever, save lives, uh, was it, no, no life, K-N-O-W, and then no life, N-O, which means, you know, in the, in the medic world, I've never, I know a lot of paramedics and nurses and doctors, I've never heard any of them use the term no life, no life. But according to Mr. Know-it-all, his EMT tattoo uh, means know what life is, know how important life is, and then no life means take no life. What a douchebag. Well, anyways, Gage Grosskreutz had a DUI dropped by the Kenosha County District Attorney six days before the trial began. Ain't that a dink? Think there ain't something going on here? The guy, Grosskreutz's friend, put on Facebook, uh, Gage is doing fine, everybody. His only regret is he didn't empty his entire clip into that punk kid and all of Gage Grosskreutz's friends like, yeah, man, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> oh, God. Back in my day, we called people like uh, Grosskreutz preppies. I think, what are they called now? Uh, hipsters? This guy's just the epitome of a douchebag. He was an expert of everything on the witness stand. Guns, medicine, you name it, he was an expert in it. But he's also an expert of drinking and driving and getting off the hook by the DA's office of the county where he's going to testify against someone on the district attorney's behalf. So, uh, tonight on TimCast IRL, they had uh, an attorney there, and when it comes to jury deliberation, usually the longer it takes, that usually comes out guilty, but this attorney pointed out in this case, you could have a couple of holdouts that are going to make it a hung jury, and these are probably, you know, activists or liberals that snuck their way onto the jury and are holding everyone up. So, this is uh, an interesting day. Hopefully, I hope it wraps tomorrow. I've been obsessed with this. A lot of people are. Steven Crowder did a extra long live stream today because we thought the verdict would come today. Uh, of course, it did not. <clears throat> but everyone says that 
there's no way this kid's getting convicted. Even the liberals and the media, uh, like the, um, not the the news media, but the uh, the people that are like on the View and that type of crap. They're saying, well, you know, the one charge that everybody thought he'd get uh, jail time for, for sure, the underage uh, gun charge, the judge threw out. So this, got, this judge is biased. He's got the song that they played at Trump rallies on his phone. He wears a American flag tie on Veterans Day. He's, uh, he, he, no, he's actually a, 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 was appointed by the, a Democrat. And he's also run for re-election as a Democrat. But he's a good jurist, a no-bullshit judge. So, with that, we'll end this. Thank y'all for listening. God bless y'all. God bless America. Pray for each other. Uh, Pray for Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, and just pray it's good for you it does a body good